0: Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Living and Loving with Lauren Reed, where I will be uncovering the dirty, romantic, fun, disastrous, and exciting truth about love, marriage, and relationships. If you're ready to get into some hot topics, continue to tune in now. Hey, you guys, what's up? I hope y'all are all doing great. I know we're still in a weird time right now, and that is exactly why I'm here to bring you some fresh content and really just wanting to spice things up today, and that is exactly why we are going to get into the topic of sex. So if you are uncomfortable talking about this or even hearing it or listening to it, please go ahead and exit now. Um, We're going to dive right in, and hey, it's a part of relationships, it's a part of, of marriages, and so you know, let's just, let's just go ahead and address it. Um, but today it's going to be a little bit different. And the name of this episode is the sexual equation. And no, I'm not talking about Y equals MX plus B here. Um, (laughs) but you know, when you're, you hear about couples who they're having sex three or four times a day or every day of the week, and you're sitting there wondering, wait, when was the last time that my partner and I've had even had sex? You might even feel a little bit jealous or disappointed, but have you been questioning why your partner hasn't been kind of giving it up lately or maybe why you haven't been in the mood to engage in sexual intercourse with your partner? If so, this may be the podcast for you because let's face it, at some point in our lives, there may come a time when there might be a decrease in sex because of busy schedules or kids or stress or whatever it may be. It may be a number of different reasons. And no, I'm not getting into sexual disorders or anything like that on this episode, but today I'm just giving out a basic generic equation that I came up with to help you if you or your partner has ever been in this situation. And again, this may not be everyone's formula, so if it's not, please just try and create your own. Create your own fun with your partner. And um, I really believe that it will help you guys understand each other better and help you guys increase your sexual relationship. A lot of the times, lack of sexual intercourse in a relationship could be because of unmet needs, or hey, you're just either exhausted or busy, and that's life. A lot of the times though, we expect so much out of our partners, but sometimes we just need to ask them what exactly they need from us, or ask ourselves what we need from our partners. So, here we go. My first equation is to help increase sexual intercourse. And this is how it goes. Emotional stimulation plus physical engagement equals sexual temptation. By emotional stimulation, I mean being able to validate your partner's emotions when they're having a bad day or putting aside time to be present in the moment without any other distractions through quality time and words of affirmation. If your partner is trying to communicate with you or engage in a conversation, and you're constantly scrolling through your phone and not listening at all, chances are, It's going to lead to resentment, lack of communication skills, ingenuous, and, well, here we go, lack of sex. So let's say your partner had a bad day, and you shrugged him off and said something like, it doesn't sound like a big deal, or you'll get over it, and that partner's feelings never got validated. Let's fast forward to later that night in the bedroom. The partner who shrugged the other one off all of a sudden wants sex, but the wounded partner is still ruminating on the negative events of the day and still feels completely unsupported by their partner, therefore not able to be present in sex or not even wanting to engage in sexual intercourse. Also, if your partner isn't feeling sexy lately or hasn't in a while, and you notice that, try and make them feel sexy. Compliment them. Uplift them. Encourage them. Or even ask them how you can make them feel sexy or beautiful. But try not to attack. Try not to tear them down or pick at their insecurities because that's the other way that can lead to resentment. I remember a story I was told where the partner kept asking her when she was going to get a boob job because she was too small. And he would continue to look at pictures of women with bigger boobs. So the partner felt so insecure about her body and was completely ashamed to be naked in front of him. Years later, that individual reported to me that they are with someone now who praises their body and loves her size. So it just goes to show you that That wounded partner could have given in and altered her appearance for the sake of appearing more attractive to the critical mentally abusive partner, even though she knew she never wanted a boob job to begin with. And she felt satisfied before with her size and her body. So it was just all about finding that person who actually um, just embraced her body um, or encouraged her. Anyway, so let's move on to the physical engagement. So physical engagement, I mean actively being involved in your partner's life to show them that you care about their interests through either acts of service, receiving gifts, or genuine loving physical touch. Sometimes some of us don't always want to go on that run with our partners or do something the other one likes for a change, but it's all about that balance, compromise, communication, and sacrifice. Go show up for your partner in the way they need you to sometimes, even if you don't want to. Buy them those flowers if you know it'll make them feel better or just brighten up their day. Give them that long, genuine hug that they need after a long hard day or help clean up, help with the kids or run those errands for them. Cuz if you know they can't, it might just be that that one thing that they needed that day. This part of the equation focuses on being genuine with your physical actions. If you constantly say you're going to do something with your partner or make empty promises and never follow through with your actions, it can also lead to that resentment, which here we go again, can drive that wedge further between your sex life. Another example I like to use is when your partner might be having a really long day and all they need is that genuine back scratch or, you know, a really nice massage or that long hug that could just turn their day around And instead, the other partner uses it as a ploy to seduce them. How many of you out there are that person? (laughs) Okay. We can be honest. It's okay because I'm sure it's happened and it does happen. And it's funny because I had a conversation with some friends about this topic, which it's what kind of sparked my attention for this episode. And a lot of them laughed and gave their own examples. And it's funny because a lot of them are like, okay, this is my chance. This is my chance. I'm about to get some. And it just might not be that moment. You just, it's all about really looking at the bigger picture here. So if you know that you're the pursuer in the relationship when it comes to sex, try withdrawing a little bit and not asking so much or taking a step back and notice how your partner might actually be the one to pursue. So if you take a step back and you just kind of say, okay, maybe they did have a really long day and um, I just want to show them that I care. Because that can go a really long way. And then, hey, yeah, you might get lucky, okay? Um, either way, if you're able to physically engage with your partner, show that genuineness and reliability, chances are it just may lead to an increase of sexual intercourse. And I'm now I'm not, again, I'm not guaranteeing, okay? This is just a general topic, okay? Anyways, let's move on. So now that we have an equation to help with an increase in sexual intercourse... I want to present you with one that may easily decrease it. So here we go. No patience plus lack of communication equals sexual frustration. So I know majority of you guys are familiar with what quickies are. And in this case, I'm not talking about the fun ones. With busy schedules come little time for anything. Might have not even a lot of time for yourself. And so there's not a whole lot of time for sex. And so what happens though, when we absolutely cannot find a way to create or set aside time for sex, we might notice our partners get agitated or irritable, and it might leave the other partner feeling obligated or guilty to have sex, so they won't be upset anymore. So instead of this spontaneous, fun, quickie you're so used to hearing about or reading about or watching on some silly romance or erotic movie, because we know they're out there um it actually becomes the let's get it over with so I can go to bed or let's hurry up because I have work in the morning and it turns into that kind of quickie that has now turned into a chore so when one partner has no patience that's when you must evaluate the situation and ask yourself okay I know I want to have sex with my partner right now will it be enjoyable or satisfying for both of us or just me because if you can tell at that moment it might just be enjoyable for you boom, that can lead to more resentment. So try and pick those moments that are best for both of you, not just the most convenient for one of you because that will lead to a lot of that frustration. And you know, you never want to make your partner feel obligated to have sex with you or gaslight them or attack them into having sex because that can easily turn into intimate partner violence, um, specifically regarding sex. So I'll give you guys a definition of that just because it is a serious topic and I want to address that. So, sexual violence is forcing or attempting to force a partner to take part in a sex act, sexual touching, or even a non-physical sexual event like sexting. So, when the partner does not or cannot consent to those things, statistics show that 1 in 4 women and 1 in 10 men have experienced some sort of intimate partner violence, according to the CDC. So, whether it be physical violence, sexual violence, or even stalking. So if you've ever struggled with intimate partner violence in the past or currently, I highly recommend you reach out for help. I know this topic can be highly triggering but very necessary when talking about sex and marriages and relationships. So just because you're married to someone or dating someone, it does not mean that you own their body. And I really just want to um, highlight that. It's so important. Okay, so moving on to lack of communication relationships take work. So if we're not communicating our needs properly or at all, one partner may be frustrated because they're not getting sex. And now they now have taken it as a sign of rejection or a lack of interest when the other partner's still mad or upset about a past argument or event. So if both partners could communicate what they're feeling, sounds too good to be true, right? Wrong. Both may be able to help each other out. It could look something like this. Babe, I feel like you're not attracted to me anymore because you won't even let me touch you at all. And then the other partner could say, I'm sorry, I'm so upset about that rude comment that you made to me earlier. And then the other partner, I'm sorry for what I said and hurting your feelings. I didn't realize how much it was affecting you. Of course, that's how some would like it to go, but unfortunately, we're human and we have these things called egos and pride and defense mechanisms. But hey, That doesn't mean that we can't practice healthy communication styles like using I statements instead of you statements or making that effort even if it isn't perfect. But both partners, I'm going to say this one more time, both partners have to be willing to make that effort. No relationship is perfect, but a lack of communication can definitely decrease that sexual intercourse. Um, But again, so those are my two equations and if they helped you... Awesome. Please let me know if they helped you. Please let me know if you came up with your own equation. If they didn't help you, if for some reason there's something you disagree with, hey, I want to know also. So please give me your feedback and I'm really excited. I'm also kind of nervous to share this with you guys. I don't know how it's going to, you know, I don't know how you guys are going to react to it. But at this point, hey, I'm about spicing it up, I'm about keeping it real. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. I am sending all my love to you guys as always. And again, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for more.